Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Grab a copper and stop that yawning. It's time to tune in. It's Sunday morning. Sunday morning at quarter to ten. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Welcome to episode numero trois. Three. It's the Return of the Jedi episode. Oh god! If you're going on Star Wars yeah. trilogies, or if you're going on Die Hard, it's the not so good one. Oh, Die Hard three. It's all right. I'm running thought, around New York. Third, I thought the third. Hang on. Is that the one? Yeah, with Samuel okay. L. Jackson. Okay, that wasn't bad then. Yeah. Which was the Vengeance So it just one, kills then? your... Die Hard with the Vengeance is three. What was four then? <laughs> what was Die Hard four? Oh, the one that came That was rubbish. Yeah, that was a bit rubbish. Um, Home Alone three, crap. Yeah. Um, God... So this could be crap. Godfather three is good. Is, this needs to be Godfather. Is it though? Yes. Jaws three, horrendous. Oh, 3D, sh- unrealistic 3D oh, shark. Awful. That's... Um... Uh, Last Crusade? Mm. <laughs> It's all right. I mean, I think I think what you're saying is, yeah, the pressure's on. There's, traditionally, things aren't good if they do. Crown episode, uh, Crown series three, switch to Olivia Coleman. We're changing the gear. We are. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. Do you think she's as good as Claire Foy? Look, I'm going to say this. I think she's great. She's yeah. brilliant. There's no getting away from yeah. it. She's brilliant. Um, but what's always hard is when you've got used to a character being played by somebody and then you have to switch after two series. It's not just like a couple of episodes, you know, we've yeah. been used to Claire Foy and now we're on Olivia Coleman. Is it, is it a bit like when a, 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 you know, a stepdad joins the family and you're like, no, it's nothing like that. Right. Bad analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to make it sort of understandable. Do you know I, what? No, I, I think... If there was a medal for shit analogies and metaphors, you, you'd win which, it. Which, which is it? An al- analogy over metaphor. Which one are you picking? Come a on. metaphor. No, it's an analogy. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a metaphor is something Well, else, both of them, you get, a, you get an award for being <clears throat> crap at it. Yeah. Morning, everyone. Hey, you... Uh, yeah. Well, that was an interesting start, Gemma. I, I think, yeah, she's very good, Olivia Coleman, but it's almost like she's doing an impression of the Queen. Because, well, isn't that the very nature of... No, because I think Claire Foy was doing an essence of the Queen as a younger woman. I think it's because we don't know so much about the Queen as a younger woman. So we don't so, really identify So Claire Foy era. was like a Glay plug-in. She was like just creating an ambiance. You think I'm bad at metaphors. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas Glade plug in. Yeah, she was dreadful. she was doing the essence. She was the queen essence. 
Whereas yeah. Claire, whereas no, I know it's just because we didn't really know much about the Queen when she was younger, so she had to play it as as we would have yeah. imagined yeah. it, and I think that helped. Yeah. Whereas I think Olivia Coleman had a Queen that we could identify with, and so it's sort of like well, it's almost it... like she was doing a, not an impersonation, but it felt a little bit more. Well, the other thing is as well is like uh, Olivia Coleman's still quite young, and I thought, Jesus, this is like. This was in the 1960s. Yeah. Was it? Is she the 60s queen or is she 70s queen? Oh, it's uh, late 60s, early 70s, isn't it? Is it? I think, It yeah. just makes you realise how old the queen is and how long she's been going. She's been going 70 forever. years this year, isn't it? 52, mm. she was coronated. Oh, word. Is it coronated? Is that the word? That chicken. Yeah. <laughs> when, they, when they basted her in yeah, mayonnaise. Yeah. Coronation chicken. Coronated queen. So anyway, um, okay. interesting start to the show. Morning. Um, it's number three. Number uh, three. So yeah, and thank you to everyone that's listened. We've got to start by saying that. It's been lovely. And thank it? you for all the positive messages. All the positive messages, people who downloaded it. Thank you so much. It's really, really... What's the touched. difference between listening to it and downloading it? I think it? listening to it, it, I think you have to download it to listen to it, don't you? I don't, I don't know. know. I think people... Who, I don't know. I think people download it to make us feel good. <laughs> Think? I think they download it oh. and then go, oh, leave that. Well, actually, do you know what? On my library of podcasts, yeah. I've got loads lined up. Loads lined yeah. up. Yeah. This is like my wish list of the ones I want to listen to, but don't have the physical hours to do it. Oh, dear. Well, there's too much content so... in life. There's stuff on Netflix that I have resided to the fact that I don't think I'll ever watch. I really and, want... Right, can I tell you the ones sets, I want to watch? Box sets I'm never going to watch. I want to watch Breaking Bad. Never watched it. You're not going to I want to watch it. Game of Thrones. Never watched ne- it. never going to do it. I want to watch... Um, what's the other one? Uh, I've done Queen's Gambit. Ozark. Ozark. Mm. What is that? It's really good. I don't know even know anything about it. I just know everyone's going, have you seen Ozark? Okay. And I'm like, no. Noah's Ark. Um, Noah's Ark. No. <laughs> but the, the point is, though, I think we yeah. will never get through it. And I think that is an, there's an overwhelming sense of... Pressure. No, just like... We never even finished 24. We didn't. I mean, if we if we had I been... I think we got to series three. If we'd have been Keith <gasps> Sullivan. Series three. Yeah. It's significant. But, it's the third. But if we'd have been... It's going to go tits up after this week. stop giving a shit. Tits up. No, but imagine like, you know, when Keith Sullivan... If yeah. We, if we'd have been 24... Keith. Yeah. If we'd have been 24... Great name. We'd have been awful on for the first yeah. two. It'd have been like really on the mission. And on yeah. the third one, it'd have been like... Oh, just uh, let him get away with it. I can't, yeah. be, I can't. I need more than 24 hours. Or Can I have 72 with the break? I was trying to think with about a, this. With a little holiday in the middle. You know, does he does he get any kip? Are there a few episodes where we don't see him for seven hours because he's having his yeah, I don't think seven hours kip? I don't think they film it straight through, Gemma. No, but that's the nature of it. There's 24 episodes because there's 24 hours of action. Yeah, but they don't go, right, action, and then don't let anyone go for a full day. <laughs> Do you no. think they film it live? No. What oh. I'm saying is, are there episodes where we don't see him? Well, are there seven hours of episodes where he's in bed? Well, it must Or is it because it's a really busy 24 hours, he doesn't get any kip? No, maybe he doesn't. What, what, you're saying... I can't that, remember. What, so I know, but we've got to assume that he goes for a piss and a, and a sleep. We've got to assume that he has his dinner. No, but... Do you, you want them to show them him having his dinner? No, I just want... Do you, uh, want, do you want them to show, like, someone deactivated a nuclear code and then it just cuts to Keitha... And he's just... Kiefer. Kiefer. And he's just coming out the toilet, having read a paper. No, I just want... Are there seven episodes where it's just him in bed? <laughs> seven hours. Actually, that's season five. It was just him going for walks around <laughs> nature reserves and taking the yeah, dog out. Yeah, it won't be a very exciting 24 exactly. hours. Exactly. It's 24 high octane. 
you imagine us for 24 hours, Jesus? Oh, well, you, you'd you be gone by 8.30, you'd be yeah. nodding on the yeah, sofa. I would. It'd just be 20 minutes yeah. doing this. <laughs> Nod. Nod. Have you had a good week? Been good, hasn't it? We went for a bracing walk. It was uncomfortable yesterday. It was. It, it was, was. It was one of them days where you wake up. It was an angry. The cold. sky is grey. Yeah. The walls are grey. Everything mm. was grey. It's like a, that sounds like something Joy Division. It was, was just about. awful. The, it was the, just one oh, of them grey. days. I. It makes such a difference when the sky is blue. Mm. The sky is blue. There's not a cloud to spoil the view, but it's freezing. Yeah, freezing it, at Ruddington Park. It was, wasn't it? It was so Ooh. cold. It was painful. It was. It was that cold that's like hurt cold. Even the kids like, who were running round. Yeah. You think, oh, they're all right because they're running round, but even they were cold. So funny. Sophia was wrapped up in. She's got this coat which literally goes. She looks. It's like, the trend at the minute. Do you know, do you know top to look, bottom. She looks like one of the. Tom, she looks like one of the Tomley booths. She does. Yeah, she does. It's like you said to you, you nailed it because you said like she's got her hands in her pockets, yeah. it's going all the way down. It's it's like a f- sleeping bag. She looked like a football manager. She did. She literally looked like a football yeah, manager. Yeah, on the touchline. Yeah, just sort of like yeah. down here, like yeah. freezing cold, shivering. So bad. And then she was, I could tell she wasn't enjoying it because all she was doing was sort of just walking Well, she wouldn't around. take her hands out of wouldn't her pockets. She got pockets. gloves, but she wouldn't even take but, her. But the thing is as well is like, I think it's like one of those things where we talk, I, I've mentioned it before about, yeah. you feel like you need to do something because yeah. you've got to get them out because yeah. then you feel less guilty when they're yeah. at home on screens. Yeah. But getting your kids out for a walk is hard anyway. Well, it wasn't really a walk even. But you never walk. Literally, what you do with your kids is you drive to the car park, you get them out the car. Yeah. First thing is, I've got a stone in my shoe. Yeah. That, that, you, yeah. That's literally the first moment, stone in my shoe. Yes, yeah, so then you have to balance. So you have to balance them in there. And then you, you walk two steps. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. You literally, this is, <coughs> excuse me. It, it, it's, it is like being a support team. No, the team. first stress was paying for the parking ticket. Oh, have yeah. you got any change? Is it a contactless? Yeah. And I was pressing the buttons for ages because I yeah. thought I've got to adjust it. And then I actually read the sign. It was like one pound for all day. Well, so you... that's all right. But then That's you... quite cheap, actually. It is. But the, the thing is, though, you go and you, you're like a support team for mm. the Tour de France or someone. It feels doing a, like it, doesn't you're it? just constantly yeah. giving them stuff. Yeah. And then, and then we get there. And all you do then is you walk to the first thing, which is normally the playground, which is a 30-second f- walk. You, you stand as a parent next to a playground in the cold. No. You go and get a coffee. No, I was just going to say, let's not let's not dress this up. Going for a walk, for a, I was just saying, going for a walk as a family is having a coffee next to a car park. That is the new going for a walk. I was just going to say, let's not dress this up and yeah. put all this on the kids. You know for a fact, as soon as you park that car, your next thought is, where can I buy a coffee? It's ridiculous. Because it was my thought. I didn't give a monkeys What's about wrong? having a walk. I was freezing. Yeah. I just thought I want a hot coffee. Yeah. I do want a snack. So she had a Kit Kat and I said, can I have a couple of your fingers? <laughs> take, it, take it with us. Do you know what? If I'd have said, I think back to as a kid, if I'd have said to my dad. I know dad, what you're going to say. Can we go to a coffee van? Can I have a coffee? He'd have gone, no, we got all, I've got a flask. You've got a biscuit Are we so pathetic home. now that we can't, we can't even go even... out without having a coffee? Yes. Yeah, we are. Because I, I enjoyed it. I don't know what It made it really enjoyable. I did, it did make me think, though, coffee culture, because this is a, a Brew of the Bennett's podcast. It is coffee culture. Co- coffee culture. We has, can't survive. We're all addicted. 
It's like we're all... But it's so nice, isn't it? I Having know, a little hot drink in the cold. I love it. it. We never used to do it. Like, honestly, the only time I ever remember me getting, me, me dad getting a coffee on the move yeah. was at a car boot sale and it was a crappy little instant in a polystyrene yeah. cup and he yeah. just went, horrible. Yeah. And that's, that's the only coffee experience. It still blows my mind that people will go in there. Mm. Like, I, I love it when you're in, in Yorkshire. When yeah. we were in, at Christmas, my mum and dad's, yeah. and we went to that Costa, I love hearing Yorkshire people order posh coffees. What do you mean? When they go, all that love, like, can I have a caramel macchiato? <laughs> just the way this caramel macchiato just makes me laugh. Just It doesn't seem like they should be Scott, allowed. they did not sound like that in Macchiato. Not everybody. Can Matthew we just make this clear to people listening to the podcast, especially those that aren't from Yorkshire? Everybody does not sound like they are from 1930s Emmerdale Farm. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't exist, did it? Yeah. But you make them sound like they're... Hovis advert. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hear whenever I go past Junction 41 yeah. into Wakefield. Yeah. <laughs> it was your grand ride back down. <laughs> In the bath on the cold. Your dad doesn't even sound that broad. He, broad. He's pretty broad. He's well. But all I'm saying quite is quite broad. Coffee culture is we've we've become really it's addicted. We're addicted to coffee now, and then we and it's become everything. You're getting coffee vans everywhere. Yeah, and you it's do. just I just I wonder. Like honestly, from from my generation, my parents would have never done that. No, I know they wouldn't. You go for a walk now, you're in for 15 I remember the first the first coffee shop that opened in Beeston, I think it was about 20 years ago when it started. Yeah. That's that's quite a long time ago, actually. And then it's just gone from strength to strength. Was it strength. empty at first? Did uh, people walk no, in going, people, what is this place? No, people loved it. They're what? like, just wow, going, this is so exciting. What, I'll have a... a well, just because it wasn't a pub. You could go somewhere that wasn't a pub Did and you, sit and socialise in the day and have... A drink. But then you were in that changeover period between like Costa and all the cool places and Nana cafes. You know what? And keep, you were in that yeah. sort of pit where you had you had Nanas in there going, well, I'll have a coffee. I'll tell you goes, what it was. Well, she got it's 360. Well, that's my entire pension, love. Well, you yeah, know, like in that. Beeston, it was birds. Birds mm, had a cafe. Birds. So you could go and sit birds. in birds. So if you don't birds. live in the Midlands, birds. you won't know what birds is, but it's like a, a baker's. Yeah. And they do the best cobs. Proper cob. Let's not get into the cob debate. Wherever you're from, roll, barm cake, mm. tea cake, whatever you call it, cob. bap, roll. Bap. We call it a cob round here. Cob. Um, yeah, Yab. so they did the best cobs in the world. But yeah. they had a cafe. That was one of the first cafes that you could sit in. And um, I think people were just really excited when there was more cafes that you could go to. What, just generally? Just generally. Yeah. I yeah. think people were. I think people, it did blow people's minds, but I did think you had to clear out the nanas almost. Like a certain, there was a certain. You did get a lot of nanas in birds. Yeah. They still But now it's them. the cool. I'll tell you what started it. Friends. What? Coffee culture. We saw them sitting there having the big cups of coffee and you just thought, this is cool. Yeah. Then you Why did... is this cool? Sitting around, chatting with your mates, a bit of sweet and low. I remember seeing sweet and low and I was like, I've got to have sweet and low, which is basically coffee. It's coffee sweetener, isn't it? But the, prob- the thing is, though, you'll look at that. It's, it's an It was the way Rachel shook the little wrapper. I was like, oh, I want to shake a little wrapper of sweet and low it's over my aspir- coffee. Aspir- aspir- I mean, what is that for a bloody aspiration? It's it ridiculous. Is. It is. So there you go. You see my it. ambition is to sit in a coffee house with my mates, shaking a packet of sweet, sweet and low over my cappuccino. Well, you know, what the hell? Dream big. Dream big, love. I've been for a coffee with my mates this morning. It's the Mum's Coffee Club. We call it the Coffee Club, established 2021. Yeah. And um, 
We've even, Claire has even made us all a coaster with our names engraved on the coaster, which is so cool. It's like, it's just, we feel like we're part of something. A cult. (laughs) Not a cult. It's the coffee cult. It's like, it's it's a club. We're in the club. In the club. Do you know what you're like? The adult secret seven. Yeah. You'd have to go in my shed and go. There's a there's a suspicious man delivering well, if a package. We get, if we get any more members, we're going to have to upgrade from a coaster to a place, a table mat, a proper place mat, because well, we won't fit all the names on. Why don't you get tattoos? Oh, do you know what? I did think about getting a, a tattoo. tattoo. Coffee club established. What you know? What I mean, you've always wanted a tattoo, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Do you know what? Can I tell you? Go I on. actually went and tried. Oh God, I've just remembered this. What you actually been... did? No, I didn't. I, we were sixteen, and it was me and Richard Grace. Right. Gracie. Has and he I, got one? No, I think he might have now. Right. But we were sixteen. He's a head teacher. Seven, no, we were seventeen. We're at first year of college, mm. and for some reason, you know, when you say in the week, yeah. right, to each other at college, yeah, we were we'd gone out. At, in at the pub, yeah, local pub, because everyone, we were, everyone was underage. Uh, it was like in between us, people, yeah. people with tissues in the bras, even the boys. Just, <laughs> I was going to say that's just, just the boys. Just stood there, you know, and um, uh, th- yeah. So he said we, we sort of got chatting, and he went, "Oh, I'd love a tattoo," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'd love a tattoo." And then he went, well, "Let's go and get one on Saturday in Leeds." I know a good place. I'll drive us. And he had a car. I never knew you did this. Yeah, so, no, but the, the thing, he had a car. He had a mini Metro. Right? I used, do you know that was my dream car? Do you know car? what colour it was? Blue. Brown. Oh. We used to call it the turd. Yeah, the turd. <laughs> <laughs> you bring in the turd and you bring the turd. The Metro had a really distinctive sound when you rev the engine. Yeah, it sounded like it was dying. Yeah. And it, it was no power steering. It was like it was like driving a wardrobe around the corner, yeah. wasn't it? So he came and picked me up in the mini Metro. I love mini Metro. So there's two guys going in the mini Metro into Leeds, right? And he parked, he parked in Leeds and we went into the corn exchange. So there's two guys coming out of a mini Corn metro. exchange? Yeah. So it's the corn exchange, but in Leeds. People know it if they live in Leeds. It was a cool bit. I don't know yeah. if it's there anymore. But Why is it called the corn exchange? I don't know. It's like a, like a historic building, okay. but it had like shops in, like yeah. a, a, an indoor thing. Not and White it, Rose then? No, no. It was before White Rose existed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we, two guys strolling out of a Third mini metro, <laughs> and he says, "Let's go and get some." And we went, and I went up to the top and stuff. And I didn't. Re- this is the stupid thing. I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting a tattoo." And then we were like being really brave because he was going, "Where are you going to get one?" I was like, "I don't know. I think I might just get one on the arm." And and Gracie was like, "I'm getting one on the back of the neck." <laughs> you never did it. Most though. painful thing. And then it was going, "Yeah, I'll get one on my face." Do you know what I mean? Real bravado. And then we walked up. We looked through and like at some designs on the window. Yeah. And we're like, "Oh, I'm going to have a Celtic band." That was really popular. Yeah. I'm going to have that all the way around me. Oh, yeah. My Celtic band will look really good. Yeah. At home base on Saturdays. That'll look good. And then we saw a guy in the chair having a tattoo done and the needle and yeah. the fact he, had, he was like wincing. Yeah. And then we were up to each other and went, should we go to McDonald's? Oh my God. You just chickened just out. Just backed out. Oh, bless you. Because I just think, I think I didn't... Why didn't you just go and get a piercing or something? Get your ear pierced? Because I don't like pain. Oh, my God. And I was going to have... Imagine imagine going through a neck tattoo, straight in, on the old spinal cord, literally a millimetre of skin between your actual cartilage and the needle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder where where is the worst, like, most painful place to get a tattoo. No. Back of the neck is really... Or under your feet. Under your feet. Oh, but you wouldn't do that, though, would you? Just, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody's going to see it. I think on your genitals, actually. Some people do do that, don't yeah, they? Yeah, the old piercing through oh. the old... Yeah. I mean, would you would you have a tattoo, Gemma? I would, but it'd be a bit like... It'd be a bit like Friends. You know, when Rachel and Phoebe went to get one 
and um, Phoebe got a tiny little that heart. It, yeah, just something really small. It was mm. just like a little token to say I've done it. But what a receipt! Yeah, <laughs> you just can have like, just a little receipt going. Yeah. I've had a tattoo. Yeah, it'd be just the smallest little thing in the world. Because mm. I just, do you know what it is for me? It's more, I just don't like committing to stuff. What, a tattoo? I don't like committing to things in the diary. I don't like repeat, commit committing to things that repeat yeah. themselves. Because I feel trapped. But, I mean. And I, then, so what if you suddenly say, think to yourself, I know you can have them removed, but you don't want to be going through that. You don't want to be fanning about doing that every time. Also, as well, though, I think there's a different attitude towards tattoos now. Mm. A lot of people have got them. Oh, I think they look great. Yeah, Some of them do. look really good. And, and they've, they've improved a lot from yeah. the days of like the blokes in the pub that were yeah. done like with their mates, yeah. like with a fountain pen. Yeah. And it just looks like it's sort of bled all yeah. over. Yeah. And but the thing is, I was I my argument was, yeah, but what what will happen if it like you're 80 and then someone said, but then who's gonna go to you as an 82-year-old man? Yeah. Get your top off. I know. Let's see I your know. tattoo, Grandad. Who gives a monkey? No one cares. So no. I think, I think I'd like one, but do you know the problem is now? Go on. It's become crisis point. And this relates to a, a, another thing I was thinking what, about. What, midlife crisis? Yeah, because if you have a tattoo at 20 or mm. 18, yeah. it's just part of being 18 or yeah. 20. If I say to you now, as a dad of two, yeah. with a roof box and a mortgage. <laughs> you could have a roof box tattoo. Do you know what? I'm going to get a roof box tattoo. Right in. Just suggest tattoos for now dads. No, we could get Brew with the Bennett's tattooed on your bottom do you know what i might get yeah my costco card number yeah that's it so you don't forget it yeah oh yeah that'd be amazing wouldn't it where's your card a little barcode yeah that'd be good wouldn't it oh my god that yeah basically as you get older stuff that you just forget you just have it tattooed on your body on your body what's your pin number mate hang on hang on a minute can you read Uh, that on my ass yeah i've got me uh this is me costa card yeah. yeah, just zap that. I'm yeah. collecting my points. What's oh, you've got a free jink, jink Gemma this week. Oh, thanks very much. What's your password for your email? Hang on, yeah. it's just underneath yeah. my scrotum. Just Ryman's, <laughs> hang on a minute, I've got my business card here. Boop. It'd be like Moment, 10%. Memento, yeah. Guy Pierce, yeah. but just loads of reminders yeah. about for, for actual Are life. you free on Saturday the 25th of... Hang on, let me just have a look. Just have your diary tattooed on your arm. That would be amazing. Yeah. We, what we, bin is it? Hang on, let me have a look. The schedules. Yeah, on that's your back. on your thigh. Green bottles. Yeah. Thank you, James. <laughs> this is another memory I've got. Mm. We were in a training course when I worked yeah. at Hot Point, right? Oh, this was awful. <laughs> we're in a training course, really quiet, really yeah. tense. And it was like everyone had computers. Yeah. And a guy was taking the course. Yeah. And I needed to break wind. Right. And I was on, and the chair was like a, you know, those sort of soft woven chairs. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this will. It'll, it'll cushion it. It'll, cushion it'll cushion absorb it. the sound. Yeah, and I, and I went for it, and L- it didn't. It didn't. And it was so oh, loud. No. And it was so loud, it made a projector wobble. <laughs> I didn't, but it was What like, was this? Where was this? It was, a, it was in a training room in Hot Point. And oh, it, my and it, God. And it went, it, so it, this it, was pre-Zoom days. This pre-Zoom, was actually oh, live. This was 1999. Oh, God. And it, it just went, it was like a proper Johnny oh, Briggs. It was that like, would really make it me was laugh. Like, That's awful. And it just went... And, and like Fran <laughs> McGovern, who, who, who was, was my mate who worked with me, yeah. he looked at me and I just went, no. No, please don't. Please. And no one knew. And then it, 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 everyone looked round and no one dare admit it. Oh, no. But you know when you... And I, I was angry with my Did bottom. Did it hung? No, I was angry with my bottom. <laughs> I'll have a word with you I was angry with my bottom that day because it didn't smell. It it wasn't really your bottom's fault, it was the chair. It was a chair, it was a combination of upholstery (laughs) and sphincter working together. (laughs) So 
So I need to get some new jeans. Yeah. And jeans... You are a nightmare with I, jeans. No, I, Why can't you get a pair of jeans to fit? Because I've said this before. I think there's... It's like, you know, they say everyone... There's always someone out there for someone with love. I think there's only one pair of jeans out that there. That fit you. For one person. Forever. Why don't you I, just have one pair of jeans that we continue to repair? So if they get a hole in it, we'll just patch I them up. I have had... I, honestly, I, count, I reckon I've had two pairs of jeans in my life that I've been really happy with. You've got odd legs. No, because the thing is, there's so many variables. Like, I think now as well, it's really difficult. If you go for, if you go for skinny, at your certain too tight. age, well, you look like you're having a crisis, don't you? It's a too tight thing. If I go for ripped, I look like I've been plastering a fireplace. Yeah. I don't feel like they're right. Slim, sometimes slim, looks like PE teacher on a school trip. Well, you... They're too like... <clears throat> and then the, the denim sometimes... I've got jeans before that I've, I've I've worn them and I thought the denim's weird. Yeah, it's too thick. It's like yeah. putting on a it's like putting on a marquee. I think you have hit Just, on something there. The different style, too many uh, variables. The type of denim, and I think also elastane percentage of elastane yeah. has a big impact on how comfortable they are. I like quite a high elastane content. Basically, I like jeggings. Is where Do we you go like in. Jeggings, I think though? I think we need to have man jeggings. Jeggings don't have pockets though. No. Tend to. The, the problem is there's you miss your pocket. There's too many variables. You love a bulging pocket, you do. <laughs> I like to feel. Good. I hate that. I what? look at you and you've got your massive fat wallet in your pocket and it looks ridiculous. Mm, that does look ridiculous. But the point I'm trying to make is, I think you've got to feel good in jeans. I think they've got to feel a certain way. I like the way they look with your trainers. Yeah. They've got to look right at the. Yeah. In fact, if they go straight down drain pipe, I do look like. Do you know what? I saw a guy... Can I tell you this, right? That made me laugh the other day when you weren't happy with your straight legs, were I'm you? I weren't happy with my straight legs. They're too... I, put, I thought they looked really nice. No, you think they look nice, but they're not nice for stage because I put them on, right? Mm. And at first I tried them on and I you bought thought, them. Right. And I thought, that, that's all right. That's not a crisis gene. Mm. <laughs> crisis gene. Straight, slim leg. I even Googled when I was trying it on in the changing room, acceptable gene cuts for men in their 40s. <laughs> And Sorry, you, that's really made me laugh. You know, well, because I don't, I'm, I'm lost with fashion. And it said, slim, not skinny, right? And that's what they said. I thought, all right, then I'll go with it, GQ. And I put them on. Hang and I, on. So I thought you bought slim. Slim, yeah, I did. Slim, not skinny. Or but, did you buy straight leg? No, I bought slim, but they still, t- then I got home, put them on. I went and did a gig in them that night. Not right. And I was looking on stage and all I could think of when I'm doing the joke, if a joke didn't work, going, well, that's the jeans. What, the, your jeans are jinxy jokes? The jeans are ruining my jokes. Because you I'm looking ridiculous. down, I'm going, this jeans, it's like it's like they've been taught it by a scout leader now. They've been told jokes by a scout leader. And I saw a guy, an older guy, yeah. he had like a gilet on yeah. and a cardigan. Yeah. So he's like, is he like my... Was he cool? His 60s. No, he was like a... I think there's a there's a group of men in society yeah. who MNS retired. They're all, they look after themselves. They're quite smart, got a bit of self-respect. He right. was that sort of guy. He looked after himself. But I looked down, I swear he had the same jeans. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm Antiques, was quite cool. I'm Antiques Roadshow. I want to be BBC Three, oh. but not desperate. I want to be in the middle. I want to be, who's, who's in the 40s who looked Scott, good? Scott, can I just say something? I, I want to be like, Liam Gallagher is the person I look to. I've he's, not seen his jeans recently. But he's really fashionable. Is he though still? Yeah, he looks amazing. Does he? He, he looks amazing. Sod that. He looks really can good. Can I just tell you? I think you're overthinking the I jeans. Think I am. But it's about how you feel. I know, but well, can't you go with that then? Put just go with jeans that feel nice. Feel nice, yeah. 
I because will. I've got to, I might count how many pairs of jeans I've got, but I think what happens is now is I don't throw them away. I keep yeah. jeans and I, then I don't spend a lot on jeans. I'll go for a supermarket brand. I'll like be like supermarket, next clearance, yeah. Matalan. I don't mind where they come from, to be honest. Whatever's on offer, really. Or charity shop. I bought loads of jeans from the charity shop. Well, maybe, I think maybe it is. I need someone to have worn them in. Yeah, there you go maybe, then. Maybe, charity shop maybe jeans. Maybe I need someone else's ass I've had in some first. cracking jeans yeah. from the charity shops. Well, Absolutely amazing. From now on, I'm going to try charity shop jeans. Do it. There you go. For me, I like a high waist now. High waist. To keep it all in. Yeah. Uh, I don't want anything hanging over the top. Don't want muffin tops. Uh, I think just softer, the better. Yeah, Stretch, the, the elastane. Mu- the muffin tops are bad luck. I just go it? for comfort for these me, days. I just want comfortable. Yeah. Comfortable all yeah. the way. Oh, It's like a little nana. Nice and comfy. Nice and comfy. Nice big, and big pants big on. Pants. Nice and comfy. I like a nice big sock as well. <laughs> I love a big sock. I love a big I sock. I love a nice warm sock. Yeah. So everybody, um, on Saturday, legs akimbo, had my coil fitted. Wow. I'm so sorry to the men who are listening to this because you practically were recoiling. <gasps> Good word. No. Recoiling at the description of it. Can, can I just say? Because I'd sent a little video to my cousin. Cause <laughs> no, no, we need to clarify that. Not of having the coil fitted. This was <laughs> have after. A, have a look at this. No, I came out. After, he had a GoPro on his head. Yeah. I did I did contemplate it actually. Oh wow. Because my cousin bottled it. She was going to have it fitted last week and then bottled it because yeah. of all the horror stories she'd heard about. Um it's the marina coil, if anybody's wondering which one. The marina can I just say Go on. pause. The marina coil sounds like a car your dad's mate drove in the seventies. It does, doesn't Do it? You know, I've got that marina. It felt like one of them was being fitted up there, if I'm honest. <laughs> I've got the, I've got the marina coil. It does seventy to the gallon. Yeah. It's wonderful. Big boom yeah. space. Oh, it sounds like something from Sea Life Centre, doesn't it? What the marina coil? Yeah, this is the marina coil. Welcome we use it to marina. feed the dolphins. Oh um, no, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. The marina coil, we yeah. dangle it off the reef <laughs> yeah. and the penguins like to nibble on it. Do you know when you say, whenever you said to yeah. me, I'm going to get my coil fitted, yeah. all I can think about is a car on a ramp. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know, metaphorically. Well, I was. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? You you were the car, you were on the ramp. Yeah. Being Yeah. But coiled. I just wanted to send a video to my cousin. Don't tap on the desk while oh, you're going to talk God's about sake. it. Oh, for God's sake. Relax your arms. Come on. Right. I'm going to get you a little thing to play with. Yeah, one of them fidget toys. I'll I get you your coil. Yeah. Play with your coil. Oh. Sorry. But well, anyway, I, I'm yeah. interested in this. I think uh, men get a, a, a much easier ride. Probably. Genuinely. You Probably. Are, you have so much invasion in there. Right. If it's not, not right. the smear test, it's us, anyway, it's us prodding about. Yeah. And then on your days off, you have a man putting yeah. the coil up there. Well, I'm just saying to any women out there, it was fine. It was absolutely fine. Was it fine? fine? Yeah. Well, you know, I said to my cousins, there's other things I'd rather be doing. Um, but you know it was all right. Yeah. Absolutely fine. So, so it's crack in. Crack on. Yeah, we're all good. The coil's in. Mm. I'm just getting in? my notes. If that's all right, am I allowed to do that? I, I thought didn't... you weren't allowed notes. I no. wasn't allowed notes. You, you got... no, you've got notes. I've got one piece of paper because I was told off last week. Yeah, well, you've still got yours typed up. I just make a few little notes as I go along. You look like a vicar reading a psalm. <laughs> A psalm. Is that how you say it? Psalm. For psalm. No, it is psalm, isn't it? You know, we used to have a vicar that come come into our school. Come in. Come in. Well done. Come in to school. (laughs) 
Uh, he, he would go mean to school. He was lovely. Uh, and I remember he used to come into assembly. Yeah. And he always had a little book, tiny book. Oh. And he'd always get the book out. And then he'd always read us a, like a, a, a parable. Was it a was it a Bible? No, it was like a, he was a cool vicar. You know right. the ones that are like, call me Dave. Yeah. You know the ones that are like. Yeah. What, that he'd written himself, yeah, he'd handwritten so, it. So he'd be like, you know, on the weekends I just go paintballing. So, yeah. uh, you know, come yeah. with us guys. Yeah. You know, we, the church is really cool now. Yeah. You know? uh, he was one of those cool sort of accessible yeah. vicars. Yeah. Because uh, I, I went to the, the first school I went to was, the, it was called C of church e. school. C of E. Yeah. I didn't even click. Yeah. I didn't realise till I left. Well, most kids of our generation, I mean, we did the Lord's Prayer every day. Oh, oh, every day. You know. We'd have, we'd have all things bright and beautiful. And the kid would hold up the card with the words yeah, on. Yeah. And then have to switch to the other. Oh, did you? Yeah, a little, ta- the kid. Aww. And it was always the same kid. Ryan Phelps. God, I remember his name. He's probably still around. Do you know why? Because he was tall and he could hold up an Hang A1. On. Was Ryan Phelps a swimmer for America? No. Someone no. Uh, Phelps. Mark Phelps. No. What is he? This is a point that's irrelevant. Phelps. Oh, I don't know. It's someone Phelps. Okay. Mark Phelps. I no, don't know. you're thinking of Mark Foster, isn't it? Oh God, just stop with the swimmers. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, where were we going with this? I don't know. You were on about called Dave coming in with his little yeah. book. So he come in with his little book, <laughs> Dave, and uh, he'd read. Yeah. And uh, he'd give us a little parable, like you know. Oh, very and he'd sort good. of say stuff like, and so that's why you know, guys. Uh, yeah. It's all about love for each other rather yeah. than. It was a bit like thought for the day and on radio away, too, yeah, wasn't exactly. it? And you come away going, oh, Dave's got some points there. Do you know Dave? what, though? Yeah. I would. I mean, we're only six. I did a whole year at um, a Catholic school, if you remember, mm. and they used to have morning worship every day. And mm. I have to say, it really set the tone for the day. It <laughs> felt really nice. The kids would all come in really calm, really peacefully, We'd sit there, we'd listen to a lovely message. And even though I'm not particularly, you know, I'm not religious myself, it was always a good message. And it just, everybody left in a really serene manner. And it was really, it was nice to start the day with such a positive thing. I mean, it might not be true, but if it helps. Um, The other thing I would say about that is uh, a lot of people in those schools are only there because their parents know that it's a good school and they moved into the area. (laughs) Well, I'm sure, probably. I bet if you asked all those kids, yeah. when did you become a Catholic? When we moved. Yeah, it's funny that. It's isn't the it? same day. Yeah. My mum would like. That's interesting. Have you seen the houses around there? Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. What about that school? Now look at their Ofsted. It was quite a good school. Actually. I tell you who isn't recruiting for yeah. the for the Catholic school. It's not Jesus. It's Ofsted. No, it's uh, Barrett Holmes. Barrett Holmes and Ofsted <laughs> together. They're working as a team. I'm joking. Barrett Holmes is God. Ofsted is Jesus. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> So you had your coil fitted. That were done. Yeah. That was good. But um, more exciting than that, yeah. this week's purchase was... What did you buy yourself? A fountain pen. Oh. And it was a real impulse. I say it was impulse, but actually there was something going on in my subconscious that day. Right. I went into Ryman's and all of a sudden I saw the fountain pen sitting there. Yeah. And it was because I've been watching The Crown. What you saw, Queen? You saw Liz. So when I see Liz writing a correspondence, and it's always in a lovely fountain pen, yeah. I thought I really want a fountain pen again. I've not had one for years. Yeah. I don't know what happened to my pencil cases. Of you know, when you're a kid, what do you actually do with your pencil cases? There must be somewhere. I bet they're all in your mum and dad's loft. Probably, but I had some lovely Parker fountain pens. Do you know what the old? Oh, but actually, Claire told me this morning it's not actually a fountain pen. What is it? It's a cartridge pen. Uh, a fountain pen is one of those that you actually do suck up ink into. 
Yeah. Which my dad used to have when, when used he was to, younger. He had an ink Yeah, an ink well. Yeah. Do you know what? Can I, rem- I remember, though, I remember we had... I remember even that mechanism of yeah. Parker pen yeah. unscrewing yeah. cartridge. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd it'd leave a little circle on it your would, phone. It would, because you so had to happy. proper push it in. Proper bo- or sometimes I'd just screw it shut and you could hear it go, because it pushes oh. it in. Anyway, so I've got my little... It's like a lock and load. I didn't buy a Parker pen. I've, it's um, it's proper nice, though. Look at that. It's, it's nice. Um, it's Helix yeah. Oxford um, cartridge pen. And um, just have a bit of, S- what's it called, SMR? ASMR. ASMR. Oh, oh. There we go. That's the lid Put the coming lid back off. on. Um, oh, it's got a click. Oh, <laughs> lovely. That would have done something so I bought, for some people. Yeah. Any, any people who like, because everyone's got a stationary fetish. Yes. Well, I have. There'll, I be, mean, people, there'll be people now, walking I around, imagine walking around Ryman's yeah. with this in your ears, yeah. with a rock hard, or, hard on. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> you doing it. But I, I, I didn't have to be a teacher to have a fetish for stationery i've always yeah. loved stationery everyone I just love stationary. it i love it stationery you is... never grow out of it no. do you yeah. so i went in ryman's oh it's like a it's like a ruddy sweet shop for me so i bought this beautiful fountain pen and because i write to your mum your mum always sends cards my to mom us writes all the time she does. Know, she's got it's almost like I think like my mum's almost like on the front line. You know, Day I think 16, it's lovely. Nineteen seventeen at the trenches. She does. She's more. She writes more. Who was that bloke that used to write from the trenches? Siegfried uh, Sassoon. I don't. Siegfried <laughs> Sassoon. Anyway, she writes more letters than soldiers write. You know, and we had a wonderful morning this morning. Yeah. The weather. How are you doing? So she puts stickers in there. She puts little bits of sequins. It's like a full arts and crafts project. I love project. it. Full on blue pieces. Well, do you know what? I've kept every single card your mum's ever sent us wow. and I know she's done the same. And I... And I just want to apologise now to the environment. Well, no. We're keeping somebody in a ruddy job. That's the flip side. Yeah. Mr. Greenpeace. Yeah. Well, no, the thing is, um, you know, I've still got... And I'm going to get them out. Well, oh, they'll do it on the pod. <laughs> Oh, no, I always say something, don't I? Um, I'm going to get the letters out that you sent. We wrote to each other because we were together pre-mobile phones. Have you got them on the pod now? No, they're up in the last. Oh, don't tease people. Next week. Okay, so I've kept all of your letters that you sent me. Do you know what? Haven't you kept mine? (laughs) Haven't you kept the ones I sent you? Yeah. No, that's a no then. Yeah, they're still in my wallet. So I've kept all the letters that we used to write to each oh, other because we so genuinely sad. used to write to each other in the holidays, didn't we? Yeah, when we used to, we were... You, you know were a good writer. I mean, you've got really nice handwriting anyway. Beautiful. You have. Beautiful. You're quite artistic. And beautiful, beautiful, you'd be great, beautiful, with, you, you'd be great with a cartridge pen. Oh, you, I wrote, I look like William Shakespeare. I'd like a quill though. No. A little feather in yeah. my hat. Darling, but the seriously, morning sun rising, the warmth of the sun reminds me of the warmth of our love. But mm. do you know what? Seriously, I, very poetic I love writing with a fountain pen. It's yeah. so, it does make your writing better. Oh, so, well, anyway, little teaser then. For Go next on. week's show, yeah. we will start by you reading out okay. letters I sent you in 1999. 2000? Yeah. When you were, where Nin- were you no, working? No, 97, 98 and 99. Because we wrote to each other just from Yorkshire to Nottingham. Yeah. And then when I was in Spain. It's like a love story. You wrote some to Spain. When you were working in Spain. And when I was in Germany, you wrote some to Germany. Yeah. yeah. Gemma used to, Gemma was working in Germany. Uh, and what did you, don't start doodling now. No, I'm just doing a bit with my pen. No, because you're off mic. No, I'm not off mic. I'm still oh. on mic. Um, when you used to go back to Germany and you used to go on that propeller plane. 
It was a Fokker 50. Fokker 50. I'd wave you off on a Fokker 50. It's almost like, you know, in the in the war movies... You didn't wave me off. No, when your parents would wave you off, but you, you know the thing... My dad when, had to drive me all the way down to bloody Stansted. Do you know when you, you were on the train, like you're running alongside a train in the in the war? Yeah. It's like you were on your Fokker 50 and the, yeah. the turbulence and yeah. stuff, and then you get there and I write you a letter. It's quite romantic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Wait, really? I mean... I was worried about you on that, kid, on that kids, propeller plane. Kids of today wouldn't believe it, would they, that you didn't ever have a mobile phone? You couldn't just text each other. No. In fact, when we used to ring home to our parents at We at used to uni, go in a phone box. We used to go in a phone box. Yeah. <laughs> Two people yeah. in a phone box. Yeah. My God, I quite like that. But the expectation wasn't there, was it? Because now, you, if you send a text message, you expect somebody to reply straight yeah. away. That's why I kind of hate the whole WhatsApp thing, because it's like... Well, you've read my message, so where's your bloody reply? Come uh, on. Double blue tick, dickhead, come on. Yeah, exactly. Double blue tick. And when it says type in, and, oh. then, and then they don't finish it. Oh. So it's like they've gone, start, we'll let him Well, wait. maybe they're really thinking about what they want to no, put. No, they'll go, let them stew. Oh, when they're typing for ages and you think, God, this is going to be a mammoth reply, and then it's just one line, and you're like... Cheers. What, yeah, what happened there? I reckon there was a load of vile, no, I reckon the vile wa- coming no, out. No, they're watching telly it. and then they just get distracted. Yeah. I think that's what that is. So, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say is mm. we'll, we'll start with that next week. Yeah. And I'm quite interested in that because I, I think, oh, my God, that is a real window into our lives. So, yeah, that's exciting. But don't you think people love a letter? Yeah. I think it's still nice. Not you know. Have you, still, have you genuinely kept them? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I've kept everything. Amazing. But I also find, like, you know... Obviously, we all hate getting bills through the door, but proper mail with your handwritten address on, and you're like, "What is this?" Would you prefer it if you didn't get bills? If British Gas handwrote penned it? you a letter no, in a fountain pen and went to the occupier, no, it would make it no better. Your life has made richer for being warm, and we will yeah. provide you with heat and no. light to be able to no pen None your first manuscript. <laughs> It would be quite good, though, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't. Your bill for this month don't is... don't change the content, Fucking extortionate. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, but you don't... You know, I think if you get, like... I'm just saying to people who are listening to this, right, go out, buy a nice card, and send it to somebody who wouldn't be expecting a card. Yeah. I challenge you to that this week. An ex. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, anybody... A friend, just write to a friend and say... I thought of you today. I'm writing this. How are you? You know, like proper letters where you literally, because the, the card I've written to your mum this week is literally like a commentary on what you've done. Yeah. So we did this today and we went to the park. And, you know, it is quite, you know, when you read letters of, of yeah. yesteryear, they are quite mundane. If you look at like, it, it is just literally listing. Well, it's like if you'd have a chat on the phone. So what have you been up to? Oh, well, I cleaned the oven. Da, da, da. You know, you do write the sort of mundane stuff but somehow it's it's quite nice there's something nice about it because it feels because there's actually been care and a physical yeah you've, you've taken been time putting to, your fingers and hands to that paper yeah you've taken so a bit time of you, you know you've stopped and had to stop you, know, yeah. you have to buy the card you write the card mm. you walk to the post box to post it there's quite a lot of thought what, goes into what it what i think Gemma, is you, you would rather live in the 60s probably yeah do you know what though? Why don't you? If you send a card for someone who doesn't expect it, yeah. just send a random card to a, a man on Father's Day. Oh, but I just thought. <laughs> and just, stop clicking your top. Sorry, now. but I've just thought they do that, don't they? They do that system where you can write to an old person in an old people's home. Mm-mm. They have children who write to them, or you know, people who are perhaps yeah. lonely or haven't got family. I think that's that a really could lovely thing. Though, could it? No, that's a lovely thing to do. You don't know who I am, but I'm your son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could really backfire. It could backfire. 
That advert was weird we saw the other night. Go on. Oh, Apple. Apple. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know if anyone else has seen the advert. I think that was a weird advert. We were watching it, weren't we? We were like... Because obviously, you know, with adverts, you see like the little bit of writing that comes up at the bottom. So you can kind of guess what it's going to be about. And it was like Apple products or something. No, no, it didn't. It started with a a thing of a road and it said... um, it was a 999 car. Yeah, it was like one I'm, of the... I'm, I've gone off the road. Yeah. I'm in a river. The water's filling up. It's up to me neck now. It's up to me neck now. Right, try and keep your head above keep water. Keep your head above water. And I thought, what's this? This is the darkest advert ever. Yeah. And then it said, right, we've got your location. We're sending someone. Are they there? And she's like, yeah, they're there. No, they didn't say that. Like, no, it said, what it said, it said. No, it flashed up then and it said, this person help was sent within four minutes or something like that. And it was basically saying her Apple Watch saved her. And then it said in small print, we'll work with a network and cellular data. So so basically what they're saying is get an Apple Watch, otherwise you could drown. Yeah, in your car. But imagine if you'd got an Apple Watch and you'd run out of data. But, <laughs> but no, but don't emergency calls work without data? I don't know. You get free data, don't you, for an emergency call? Imagine if, if if you had to try and top up it was as just, you were going under. Yeah. I, no, the credit card. Just a blah, minute. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Last three, it's yeah. last three digits on the back. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what, though? Bloody hell. It's a very odd advert. Do you it know what? was. Do you know what I don't weird. like about it is they're going, save a life. I think it might have been a true story, which is fine. But then they're going... Sell watches on the back of that. It's weird. It feels weird. It felt it's, it's almost like showing footage of someone like yeah. uh, someone's house being bombed in a war, and then going, uh, "Is a sweeping brush from Vileda. Oh, it just oh, clear up afterwards with style." Just, or going to a, a hey? country where there's famine, and you'd sat there and you give a Big Mac to a child who's never eaten, and you go, "Well, buy a Big Mac because it could save your life." I mean, it's just a weird. It was a weird. It was whoever's a weird, come up with that, I was like. Right. Yeah. Weird. Okay. But, but do you know what though? I, I think adverts. Some adverts you remember as a kid. Yeah. That like sort of stuck with yeah. you. Do you remember uh, like the massive ones like the Tango adverts? Oh God. The orange. Didn't they get banned? Yeah, because the guy orange. Guy, Everybody was slapping uh, each over, other. Open a can of Tango. Orange yeah, guy would have it been. It was funny. Slap someone round the ears. <laughs> yeah. You've been Tango. I mean, do you know what's amazing about that? Is I on. love the idea that they've gone. Um, right. All right. This advert. Yeah. Yeah. Orange guy comes. Yeah. Tango, yeah. taste explosion, brilliant. What happens if he went like that round your Slap. ears and he says, you've been tangoed, it's amazing. Are you sure no one will do this in the playground? Uh, no, of course nah, they will. Are you, sure, are you sure kids like who are aiming this drink at yeah. won't slap their mates, yeah. run up to them and go, you've been tangoed? Look. No, of course it won't happen. I mean, it is. I mean, bearing in mind, it's the perfect prank to do in a playground. Yeah. Really fast. Yeah. Hit and go. It won't happen. No. Right. They do wedge each other already. Yeah. They love pain inflicting yeah. on each other. Yeah. They love tripping each other up. They love they love yeah. they love doing slaps already. There's loads of it. Are you sure this won't be a problem? No. Release it. Within two days. Tangoed. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. It Literally was, it, everyone. <laughs> I remember kids. But what an advert. <laughs> what an I advert. mean, you've not forgotten, I, have you? I remember at school, because I was at middle school at the time, mm. one kid tangoed, yeah. recovering yeah. from being tangoed, yeah. head spinning, fizzy ears, yeah. turns around. Tangled. Oh no! No, but everyone was like that. It's it, bad. Do you know what rocketed after that? Go on. Earmuff sales, <laughs> ear protection. Yeah, yeah. It, but I love, I love that in a way because they knew exactly what they were doing there. But do you know what? I think that shows that weird adverts work, like yeah. weird and quirky. Because do you know which one I love now? What? Do you know what I'm going to say? 
I love the Domino Pizza advert. Which one's that? Domino. I love that one. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. But it works. It like really stays in your head. I love it. I absolutely love it because it's so weird. I mean, who sat in a marketing room and went, do you know what we're going to do? We're going to do these weird like like tribal calls to each other to order a pizza and you're not actually going to say any words because they don't say any words. They don't say, I want pepperoni and pizza yeah. and, and cheese on top yeah they just do that weird call well this is when like these advertising it works these advertising agencies like Saatchi and Saatchi yeah and like I always used to think it's money for old road yeah and they just talk but sometimes they hit on something yeah and you think how has that even worked how have you even got that and, through and you go like they must have I've been in rooms when mm. I used to do my old job. They yeah. used to do like um, focus groups yeah. where they'd show people products. Yeah. They basically, what they did is they paid them, yeah. they gave them lunch, yeah. and they went, look at that, yeah. look at that, which one do you like? Yeah. And then for some reason, they make a decision on it, yeah. put it in the market, and no one buys it. Yeah. And you go, what about those 40 people? Yeah. Well, I think they were just there for a sausage roll, mate. Yeah, yeah. And I think they told you what you want to hear. Yeah. Why did you use it? It's weird, but then, it? but then with these advertising people, yeah. I think sometimes they just take a punt, and sometimes it works. Because I always remember, like the uh, what were the, there was some really weird adverts when yeah. we were kids. Yeah. Do you remember the and I'm only twenty foot toasters from Scunthorpe? What? What was that? Green Shield stamps. Oh God, I remember. Do you remember them? Green Shield yeah, stamps? Yeah. So Green Shield stamps was yeah. every time you went to a garage, you had yeah. like a book. Yeah, it was like it was like a panini book for yeah. tight dads. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. And my dad, Roy, loved the green oh, shield. Oh, I bet he loved oh, it. Oh God, you know what? I, I'm going to speak to him about it. Yeah. Because he loved it. Let's it, ring him. Uh, well, we're not ring him now. Why? We'll ring him next week. Ring, we'll him. ring him next week. No, he'll be busy now. And then it's we'll do it. We'll sort it next week. We'll sort it with him next week. <laughs> ring him I'm not ringing him now. I'm not interrupting the flow. Listen. Don't don't interrupt my point. Okay. Um, Green Shield stamps, right? I always remember because my dad there was the book, and you go to the garage and they'd have a thing in the window saying we take Green Shield, and then if you filled up, they gave you a couple of stamps, and then you could get products. So like you get like a you, my dad would be like, go to this dad, you're on red. Do you want to fill up? No. Why? Not Green Shield. Yeah, exactly. So he'd hang on. Yeah. On fumes. Yeah. There's a Green Shield over the hill. Yeah. There's a Green Shield. And then he'd get there and he'd be like, there's a flymo in this. Yeah. <laughs> Two more stamps. There's That's a flymo. It, yeah. Do you know what was brilliant about Green Shield? They let people collect, fill the book up. Two weeks. Like, like people's like, I bet there's people out there going, I'm on, I'm on for a tent here. I'm on for a, a new barbecue. Went bust. No one got anything. No. Brilliant. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Oh my God. The all those stamps. Stamp, all nothing. Those stamps. People, oh, men no. just going, what am I going to do with this? It's yeah. like, this is the penny black of free yeah. goods here. Oh, but yeah, I mean, that was, a, and that was the advert. I'm only 20 for toasters from Scunthorpe. That's brilliant. Because I've stuck in my head, yeah. 24 toasters, toasters from Scunthorpe. Yeah. It, it makes sense because yeah. you go collecting the yeah. stamps. Brilliant. Advertising's brilliant. Isn't it? Oh. <laughs> I mean, you've, amazing. You've missed your calling, love. I should have been. I, I wanted to be in advertising. Did you? When I first started, yeah, I thought it's a brilliant. And then I realised it's full of London people who are privately educated, probably, and oh, don't yeah. want a working class boy with them going, What do you going to advertise? Bread and dripping, are you? Oh. Caramel macchiato. Talk about stereotypes. I have got a big chip on my shoulder. You it's not have. so much a chip. It's you more need like therapy, a, love. It's more like a bag of chips with scraps in yeah. it, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, with gravy. Yeah, with gra- gravy. With gravy. <laughs> i tell you one advert that I annoys me. Go on. And 
bird's eye. Oh, why? Captain bird's eye. Why? Because this is part of Mind the Mind you, he's changed over the years, hasn't yes, he? Yes, and this is part of an agenda. What? An agenda what? to make men feel guilty about aging. Why? Because... Captain Birdseye. Yeah, always had white always hair. Always had like a white hair. Yeah, beard. He had, he had a beard, but he had like a wild-eyed stare mm. of a man who'd been on a trawler yeah. for years. Yeah. His marriage has fallen through. Yeah. He's on a trawler. He's worried about codstocks. He's been hit by weather. He's ero- his face was weathered and eroded. And I thought, that is how a man on a trawler would look. If you looked under his nails, there'd be fish guts. And that's yeah. what you want. And <laughs> now, that's what you want. Now, he's too chiselled. Have you seen him? He's like a French... He's like a younger, sort of mid fifties, but he's like really sort of no. chiselled. Yeah, if have you, you got the hots for Captain Birdseye? I think I have. He's made me turn. <laughs> you got man crush. But on. he's got like stubble. Yeah. But then he's got perfectly cut hair, and I'm like, how do you get an hairdresser in the middle bit. of the North Sea? Have you got a crab on a rock with a GMVQ in hairdressing? Scott, like, Scott, fishermen don't stay out at sea for months. They do come home. Yeah, but the point is. That isn't our captain. Has he still got a turtleneck on? No. He's in like a suit thing. Or oh, he might have a turtleneck. Because he always looked quite like he was a bit sort of like the man from Del Monte, but, but the fish the, version. They've made him sexy. Well. Fish fingers aren't Who sexy. are we aiming these fingers at? <laughs> exactly. 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 You talk about an allergy. I am partial to a fish finger. Mm. Do you like a fish finger sandwich? I love a fish finger. Do you know what? If it's on the menu anywhere, yeah. I'll order it. I love fish finger sandwich. And also I'm partial to Do you like them fish finger chunkies, which is essentially, you know, like you have a Kit Kat and then you have a Kit Kat chunky. chunky. Yeah. So you've got your normal fish finger or you can go chunky. It's like, mm. but no, no, don't say that. I don't know if I'm a fan. I like your traditional orange full of E numbers yeah. probably. Yeah, um, those, bre- those breadcrumbs are basically uranium. Well, what bread is coloured orange? <laughs> That ain't no breadcrumb, is, no bread, is it? I like um, I like your traditional yellow, crispy, yeah. but fluffy on the inside, fish finger. But the thing is as well... It's when like you that. have them posh gourmet ones, I'm like, no, no keep it. Kids tea, in it. That's not a finger. Fish fingers, chips and beans, kids tea. Yeah. Lovely a kids Lovely. tea. Love a kids tea. Oh, I love... Do you know what I used to have at school all the oh. time? Fish fingers, mash and beans. Mm. Oh. I think it's got... I think the mash is annoying. No, it? it's lovely. Mm. What would you have then? Chips? Fish fingers, chips and beans, mate. I do like chips and beans, chips but and beans. it mashes good even as well. Have it tonight. But the, do you know the bit Ooh. that really do you know the bit that really annoys me Should about that? a bit of mash. Yeah. Oh. No, fish fingers, chips and beans, mate. Can we have or mash? waffles, potato waffles. Mash. No. Mash. Shut up. Um <laughs> I can't believe how brutal I was then. I know. Shut up. And I did. I did shut up. Oh, no, you do mash if you want mash. Um <laughs> The thing that annoys me about it... Go on. ...is, imagine that, right? Yeah. Because you're on the trawler. Yeah. Like, there's kids... The, he invites the children on the trawler and stuff. That wouldn't happen for no. a start. Well, not without a decent CRB. Oh, you said to the parents, where are your kids going? Oh, where's the risk assessment? I didn't just see any... Go... None of them had a vest on. Exactly. Where are you going, mate? I'm just going to take some yeah. kids out on a trawler. Yeah. To the North Sea. Yeah. Are you mental? Yeah, it'd be all right. I've told, spoke to the parents. They're in the Mediterranean. There's no but, way that's the North can Sea. Can they swim? I don't know. Well, yeah. you're taking children out. Yeah. Mate, this is a business. Yeah. You, you, you know, it's not a pleasure cruise. No. You're a working man. Yeah. Idiot. But the most annoying thing is, imagine that. You've been on the trawler all yeah. day, right? Yeah. You've sat there. You've seen the captain. He says, tonight, yeah. I'm going to be on the captain's table, mate. Wow. Sit with the captain. We'll tell stories of the sea and stuff. It'll be amazing. And you say, oh, great. And you think the dinner is going to be amazing because there's all this fresh fish. Yeah. There's like lobster. Yeah. He's got crabs. I love a bit of lobster. He's got, he's got sea bass. Yeah. This is going to be a fish delight. Yeah. You sit down. What does he serve? Fish fingers. Prick. 
<laughs> but the thing is, you want What's fish What's the fingers. pudding, mate? Angel delight. If I'm going out, if I'm, nah. at, if I'm at the table Dress with a Captain Dress a crab, you Bird, lazy prick. No, if I'm at the table with Captain Birdseye, I want fish fingers. What, what's your feelings on a fish cake? Mm. I don't like the cheap There's fish cake. There's a weird cake. taste to them. Yeah, I don't like a cheap fish cake. Fish, check, fish cake from the fish and chip shops. Because it's funny. I like, I like the sort of bog standard fish fingers, yeah. but I like a posh fish cake. So what I'm saying is, yeah. Captain Birdseye, yeah. if you want to put fish fingers on, yeah. you've got to do some other fish as well, mate, because this is we, we haven't come all the way into the North Sea I'm gonna check to him eat out now. stuff. I'm going to Google Captain Birdseye. Yeah, Google it. I want to see what he's like. It's quite arousing. <laughs> do you dunk or sunk? Right, okay, dunk or sunk was about couples doing things together. Right. Because your poor mother has had a bit of trauma this week. I know what this is about. Go on. Is this about the fact that choir has now gone all female? Right. So your mother and father have been going to choir together for nearly 10 years. My mum and dad now are busier, have a busier social life yeah, than, than ever. ever. It's like yeah. they retired and then they went, whose social calendar should we go for? But they're not retired. Let's take on the Kardashians. Yeah, they're not retired because your dad still works for your brother. Yeah. And they do a lot of driving, delivering. Together. And it's like it's like Postman Pat and mm. my mum's not Jess. My mum's my dad's emotional support animal. <laughs> right, you're going too fast. It's a 50, this, love. But do you Slow know Slow down, right. Yeah, put your... My mum breaks the footwell for him. Yeah, we all do that. <laughs> yeah. That's my mum's noise. When you're on your driving with me, mum. Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't. A bit tight there. She's never done Right, 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 right. Imagine that mm. all day when you're delivering. Carry on. But basically... Um, so your mum and dad are solid. Yeah. They are oh. they are such a solid couple. Been together a long, long time. Three mattresses. Oh, more than that, nice mate. Nice scheme. A yeah. couple of memory foams in a bit. Absolutely. So, um, and I love it that about your mum and dad. And obviously when they did retire, I'm doing air, what's this called? Air quotation marks. Yeah. Because they obviously haven't retired. But they are of retirement age and they have got a bit more time. And they did stuff together. You know, they joined a choir, which was brilliant. They really enjoyed it. Yep. They do ukulele. So your dad plays ukulele, your mum plays the tambourine. Well, you'd know if you watch the sings. show. Yeah. Yes. So they're brilliant. And I think it's really nice that they do stuff like that. And also they do do a lot together in terms of like, if they go out shopping, they'll go together. Um, if they socialise, they'll do it together. And it just got me to thinking, like your mum had said that your dad had walked out of choir on mm. Monday, which was like, da, da, da. where's Roy going? What's happened? And it's basically because... All the men have left choir. And I think the pandemic has sped this up because obviously it was very interrupted. They were doing it on Zoom, which just isn't the same, especially for things like choir. Choir on Zoom's horrendous. It's really hard. It's really hard. So um, your dad, quite rightly, because he obviously joined choir, not really primarily for the singing side, but for the social side. And he he made quite good friends there. Like Richard is quite a good friend of his now. But Richard stopped going and... Roy was the last man in the choir and he was just like, yeah, he was just like, I'm not up for this anymore. I'm not particularly enjoying it. I don't really want to be in a room full of women. It's like the last man on a dating show. Well, I can understand it. Can you? It's like an old man's take me out. Because I go to choir and there's quite a big male section. Yeah. And um, I could imagine if it was a room full of women, you might just feel a bit like... Well, also, my dad's dad's 74 and they're from that era. Mm. I know everyone's very, you know... uh, yeah. 
switched on now. With, yeah. It's sort of gen, we're in the world yeah. of gender politics now. Yeah. But my dad's 74 and he's from that era of, he was a fireman. Do you know what I mean? In a, in a, with a load of lads for 25, 30 yeah. years. And I think he sometimes finds it hard to adjust, you know, like if he was just thrown in there as the solo man. Yeah, I, I think know. he probably doesn't well, know also, how to. It wasn't it's like quite that a when he joined. For him. Well, it wasn't like that when he joined the choir, so it sort of petered off. Yeah. And it, but your mum was really, she felt quite bereft about it. She was like, you know, we do it together, and it's now going to be like royal tape mags, drop her off, and then pick her up. And she's just like, I bet oh. he has a sleep. I don't know what he'll be doing, but it's it's like you know, she feels a bit sad that mm. it's come to an end, but. I've just said to her, you'll get used to it. And if you still really enjoy singing, you keep going. Yeah. And then you've still got stuff that you do do together. But it got me thinking about like couples, like how much of it is healthy to do. Because I think your mum and dad on average do most things together. Yeah. Right. Then I think of my mum and dad. And again, it's always just work for them. Like my dad always goes out on a Friday night with his mates to the pub. But obviously, I think it's healthy to have things you do together. Right. Because otherwise, if you don't have anything in common, that's when the danger zone kicks in and you could end up drifting apart, well, what, I suppose. If you don't have anything in common at all, yeah. what brings you together? Well, if, normally it's and kids also, well, and, and I was then just they go say, and you're on yeah, your own. If, if, if you, your only thing that binds you are your children, then that could be the danger zone. Because when, when they leave home, you look at each other and go, oh, God, I don't like you. Yeah. So I think like for, for us, this... Is genuinely, I genuinely enjoy doing this. Oh, that's and a that's... relief. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's Tell like... your face then. <laughs> but I was going to say, is, it, is there a dunk or sunk idea here? Because I mean, we started on Tuesday with this. Right. Let, chat. Me, ju- let me just see if I can bend it round. Is, to is, are we going anywhere with this? I mean, it's yes. nice. But... Yeah, we are going somewhere with it. You absolute <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Just listen. I am. I'm very quickly running out of patience with this. How much do you do as a couple and how much is it good to do stuff on your own? Yeah. And I think it's good to have a balance of both because I am quite happy in my own company. I think you are, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, you don't mind doing stuff on your own. But I do think it's nice that we have got this to do together as well. You wouldn't think it, would you? I do enjoy it, everyone, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think dunk or sunk in terms of like. What? What? What's the idea? Doing things together as a couple. <laughs> like, no, I think you should do some things together and some things separately. Isn't it meant to be something that you could set? Like last week's dunk or sunk yeah. was, was Sunnyans. Sunnyans, yeah. So a physical product. Yeah. You've just come up with a. A concept. Do stuff with your partner. No, I think you should have a balance of things. You should do some things together and some things apart. So you, do you agree? Dunk or sunk? I think dunk, yeah, because I think it does. I think uh, the, the thing I want to say about that, Go on. which is quite interesting, is that when you met, you were your own person yeah. with an identity yeah. and certain hobbies and interests, and you yeah. fell in love with that person, yeah. and those things were part of that person's character. Yeah. So there's no reason why you should sacrifice all that No. to... For the other person. Yeah. And I think that's where people go wrong sometimes. Yeah. I think they go, obviously, if it's completely selfish, if your thing is to do lines of cocaine off the cistern every day, yeah. maybe knock that on the head. Yeah. But if you go like, I like to go fishing, yeah. you know, with a yeah. load of other men whose marriages are in trouble, <laughs> then what's wrong with that? But yeah. I think I think there's nothing wrong with having your own thing. And I think no. if you're threatened by that person's own thing, then yeah. maybe that says a lot about your security as a human being yeah probably and, but that's the point is i think if you can do those things 
separately, separately. but then come together and do things you enjoy. Yeah. It does. It is the recipe for a happy marriage. It is, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but it is the recipe for a happy marriage. It is, isn't it? I mm. think so. So, yeah, I think it's a dunk. Oh, you got there in the end. Well, you know. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are we going to have to rethink this feature? It's absolute balls, isn't it? It's <laughs> early days. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> my, my dunk or sunk. Go on. For Christ's sake. What, you had one? Yeah. Well, you let me flounder it like that and you had one all along. I was, I was trying to tease it out of you. Go on. For Christ's sake, someone give me some healthy food options at 2am on a motorway. Is this your dunk or yeah, sunk? Please. Yeah, please. I can't do it anymore. No. There's nothing. No. We, we need something. But what? what are you suggesting then? Let's I'm have some meat. 24 hour tatey vans, 24 hour pasta vans, something. Yeah, but something. some poor bogger's got to be man in it, haven't they? Pay him yeah. a lot. Or Take, what about? Close some. Because I, I, literally, can I just tell you something? Yeah. I did the Customs House the other night, which yeah. was amazing. The biggest gig of my career so far, yeah. 400 people. Yeah. I'm still coming down from it. Yeah, amazing. Uh, they, they love you up there. When they take you under the bosom yeah. of the social yeah, they take bosom. You in, they take you into their arms. They, oh, it, Into and, the fold. And I, I feel like I've been breastfed by the South Shield. <laughs> That's funny. They were, I know, I'm a comedian. Um, they, were, they were brilliant. And, and on the way home, I thought, I'm really hungry. Because when you come off stage yeah. to that amount of people, yeah. and it was so good, I ended up doing stuff I wouldn't have done and missing out. Because I said to you, I just I had so much fun. I wanged on for two hours. I did a Ken Dodd. Bloody hell. With an interval. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I sort of came away, and the adrenaline comes out of you. Yes. And then you're starving. And then I just thought... Yeah. I'm going to have to have a dirty McDonald's on the way home. Yeah. And and I'm going to tell you something now. There's nothing lonelier than a dirty McDonald's. Than pulling into a retail park mm. at 1.45 in the morning, yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah. There's no one around. You no. go through the drive-thru. They look yeah. or not. They just don't want to be there. No. God, God bless them. Why would you want to be working that late? It's wrong, isn't it's it? It's wrong. Just so I can have a McDonald's because of my adrenaline drop. Yeah. And yeah. they served it me. And I just I, I drove through. Sat in the car park next to the bin, oh, listening God. to all night radio, like local radio. When, when you listen to individual late night you talk are. radio, and the only people who ring in are truckle, truckers, serial killers, and insomniacs. Yeah. And idiots like me sat there with my barbecue sauce. Going like that. You going. hid it though, didn't you? I didn't know you'd had yeah, that. I, I know I put it in the bin on the way home. Oh, I thought you So would. I pull into the road just before yeah. us, which has got yeah. a big bin with a wide mouth. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> And I bought the McDonald's That's thing. amazing. Because that's my shame Secret. bin. Yeah, the shame bin. It even yeah. says on it, McDonald's, Scott's McDonald's shame, shame bin. You know, if I ever make it famous, we'll yeah. have a blue plaque on there. Yeah. Scott's yeah. McDonald's shame, shame bin. bin. Where yeah. he used to dump his McDonald's yeah. before he went back to Do his wife. Do you know wife. what, though? Since I've gone McPlant, I feel less shame. Well, can I just say, though, and I look round, it was in this retail park. The lights are off in carpet, right? No one's there in TK Maxx. No. And I'm sat next to a bin. In McDonald's, having come off stage to 400 people, yeah. and I've never felt so lonely. Aww. And it was bleak. And then I'm just looking, and I had like barbecue sauce and on my face. Around your face. And then I just thought, oh, God. And now I feel awful because technically I've eaten when I should be sleeping. And Aww. now I want to jet wash my insides out. So for Christ's sake, yeah. potato van, you know, if it had said to me, next stop, big. Flash, no, instead of the M, yeah, a big little potato. Isn't the M&S bit? <laughs> a big little potato. Yeah. And no, because late night services, they, don't open they knock those it bits. on the head. So M&S Moto is my go-to, but none of those are open. Uh, none of the waitroses are open, none of them. You literally have to go to the petrol bit yeah. and there's a sandwich that it's so tired, yeah. it's crawling off to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the sandwich looks like Eat it's going, me. 
Please save yeah, me. I've it's all cooled I've up. I've only got an hour left it's, before I'm inedible. It's cooled up yeah. as if it's in, trying to embrace yeah, you. Yeah, you know when they've gone hard. Do you know what it's like? It's like going to a dog kennel looking at a sad dog. It is, isn't it? Eat me. With the eyes going, yeah. save me. Yeah. Because he's going to throw me it's out. Pathetic, he's going to throw me out in two Ooh, hours. Oh, the waste that must happen. So, for Christ's sake, little neon potato yeah. or a, a little neon past, piece of pasta, yeah. pasta shell, a bit of... Yeah. Action Man, and, uh, the bow tie pasta. Well, at the end and of the day... And then you pull in and you go, can I have a jacket potato yeah. with cheese? And you'd go, yes. And you'd eat that and you'd go... <sighs> the thing is, Doc, what we've got to do is pack, pack up. Pack up. You know, up. everyone says that. Pack up, mate. That's the answer. Pack up before you go. But there's a problem with that, isn't there? Go on. I'm incredibly lazy. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, one other... Are you going again? We... It's two wees and a poo now. Two wheezes and a poon in spod. Dad identities. Dad identities? Male identities I want Why? to talk about. Why? Saw a guy the other day yeah. with a running buggy. Oh. Dad with a running buggy. Yeah. Do uh, you know why I find that problematic? I bought one. I bought a running yeah. buggy when the kids were little. And the brake kept coming on. <laughs> Yeah, the brake kept coming on it. Yeah, it did. So you'd be running, yeah. just catapult yeah. the kids. What's your problem Emergency then? stop the kids. What's your problem? Because it's a real dick swinging move as a dad, that. Why? Because you're running and you're going, not only am I a great father, I'm also incredibly fit. Oh, Ugh. come on. What it is, is going, I can multitask because I can take my own DNA for a walk, yeah. bonding with the child. Yeah. They're laughing, they're enjoying it. And I'm doing a half marathon. I must admit, you're right, you know. It is kind of like... It's just... It's just... It's just that's not something a dad... Do you know what, though? It, you know... No, because well, mums do it as well. I see loads of mums running with the buggies. But, you know, oh, I'm torn on this one, Doc, because I know how... I like running, you see. And it is hard getting out for a run when you've got kids. You just can't... It's impossible. That's why. So you have to take the buggers with you, don't you? Well, no, that's why. And you used to, you used to sort of like balk at the idea of like parents going in full lycra to drop to the school run drop. Yeah. And everyone's like, look at them. They're just doing it to make us feel bad. Yeah. No, because that's the only time you can go. Yeah. You've if got you don't to drop go them, then. Go then. Yeah. Otherwise you're screwed. Which I don't do anymore. I'd rather go for coffee with the mums. <laughs> well, the coffee cult won't let you. No. You coming in lycra with the coffee cult, they'll oh, have you out, They mate. won't be happy about that. There won't that. be a coaster for you. You'll be eroded off the coaster. I would. The thing is, no, but, no, but, what, no, what, but I know what you mean. You do, but is does this say more about us as people? Is this this is just people? Is this just how the human psyche works? In that you see stuff like that, mm. like you would on Instagram. You see what yeah. you should be doing. This is what how you should be living. Yeah, and we criticize it because ultimately what we're feeling is inadequate ourselves. Well, I, I think, yes, I think that's definitely part of it. But I think there's, there's a, spe- a specific thing with male father roles. I think men... Do you think they feel they've got to show... Like, if you think about dads in the 1950s, yeah. there was still an element element with kids of, like, seen and not heard. You know, your dads didn't want to be... Well, it's a, it's with, a Mary Poppins dad. Yeah, you do. My wanna, children are bath bed, ready for bed. Night yeah. children, pipe. He only saw them to say good night. Yeah, yeah. That's how it used to be. Yeah. 
So do you think dads are now, they want to wear a bit of a badge of honour, like I'm a, a good dad? I think that the the, the cost of uh, society, there's the equilibrium of society, as there should be. Yeah. I think dads are now men. Yeah. yeah. And this is why men's mental health is such a big thing. Yeah. Because I think part of the problem when men hit 40, mid 40, and, they, and there's quite a high, I mean, it's quite a dark topic, but there's yeah. quite a high suicide rate yeah. in that bracket. Yeah. Because males lose their sort of position in society and within the family. Right. I think they sort of struggle to... Because they've come, like, particularly from me, I've come from a family where it was dad, it was mum. My dad... Both my parents worked, but my yeah. dad was, like, out working shifts. Yeah. And he was always working. Yeah. And that was a really easy identity. Yeah. Dad is doing the shifts. Yeah, well, it was pretty much the same role in our house. Yeah, and so if you're a kid from that, if you're a man from that, mm. and you've now come into a generation where you're going, hang on a minute, I'm... Doing the school run, I'm picking up. I'm, 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 it's an equal relationship. Yeah. As a father, then you go, well, what's my role now? Yeah. Uh, how am I? Where am I fitting into my kids' lives? Yeah. And I, I, this is. I'm going to turn this back to running buggies. I don't know, but, <laughs> yeah. but no. But the point is, I think that men try and be a million different characters now, but and I, I think there's a pressure to do that. Like, if I'd have said to my dad, imagine my dad coming in from a shift at the fire station, which is mm. where he works, coming in and taking his boots off and going, get in the buggy, I fancy a run. I know, I know. <laughs> As yeah. if they'd do that, we'll put the blue lights on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, don't, they didn't do that then. No. And, and I think there's a sort of... Um, it's almost like there's a male identity thing. Like I remember, like how dads have changed over the years. If well, you look, have. if you look, even if you look at dads in the playgrounds now, yeah. they don't look like dads. They're quite cool. They've looked after themselves. They've sort of got a cop. They've got like a more of a sensitive well, approach I, I to think, how it should be with your kids. I was going to say, I think that's definitely nice. I think it's yeah. nice that children can then perhaps find like because. When we were growing up, we'd always go to my mum if there was, you know, if you had a problem, if you wanted yeah. comfort, you'd go yeah. to your mum. And I used to find it unusual if a kid would choose their dad for yeah. that, that sort of yeah. comfort and things because you'd be like, oh, no, I wouldn't do that. You know, even though I am very close to my dad. But um, I think it's nice that men have become more emotional, perhaps they've tapped into that side because yeah. I think that's nice for kids to have both parents providing that, don't you think? I think it's true, but I think you've got a, a, a weird convergence of things mm. where men, it's still not popular to say to other men, I'm, I'm feeling sad or I'm, I think I'm not coping. No, I agree. And, and then society still, society still looks at men and goes, you You've need got to, to be, be strong, strong and you're yeah. if you're the breadwinner and you're yeah. responsible for your family, you know, yeah. that, that man up yeah. philosophy yeah. still exists. We're getting rid of it. It's, it's going. Like, well, I, I was gonna say it's bit. like with all things, isn't it? You can't say even though we've progressed so far, yeah. you know, in terms of like homosexuality, racism, yeah. you know, every you know, I feel like we've come so far in terms of like our kids' generation, but there's still always a long way to go on things isn't there and but i think you know like you said the role of the man's changed but i feel that's equally that's happened for women yeah in the sense that you you feel you've got to be everything so you've got to still be a mum mm. and do all those things but you can also we're saying to women you can have it all you can have a career you can you can be just as you know um you know you can have just as much responsibility as men you can have these powerful roles but you still have to do everything else and it's like I think women sometimes feel pressure in that sense mm. that you've got to do everything and something has to give. Yeah, how do you balance that? Well, you can't. And exactly. So then then that's the thing with... It's, it's, very, it's very difficult because I, I sort of... 
So maybe uh, maybe we're, what we don't realise is men and women are going through this same shift. Mm. Are we becoming more well, alike? we're crossing over, aren't we? We're crossing over and perhaps we're just meeting in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Maybe the reason you see men with buggies and stuff is actually because they're working either at home yeah. more or they've chosen to do the childcare. Yeah. So the woman's going out and doing the work instead. So they're... Therefore, they're just, they've got the time to do that and spend time with the child, which you, I mean, you've experienced that, haven't you? Because oh, you, you were at home with it. Sophia and it was great, wasn't it. it? There's nothing better than being the only guy at playgroup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the attention you're missing your teeth. I, yeah. I peaked t- yeah, 40 yeah. years on. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I mean, yes, I did have to have a, a child along with me. Yes, but that of was course, a, cramping your that was the greatest. Yeah. That was the greatest pulling move is having your own kid with I'm joking, I didn't do any I know, pulling. I was going to say, but yeah, there's course. nothing attractive about having a snot rag agging off you, a dirty nappy. You want to go out for a drink? I'll bit get rid of the papoose. Bit of sick on your shoulder. Bring oh. the papoose with you. Yeah, what a draw. <laughs> do yeah. you know what I mean? But I think that's it. I think that's, it's just the roles are, we are merging. Yeah. And, and I think as well, I sort of like, there's traditional dad things that, I think I've talked about this before. It's like, I wish I could do DIY. Oh, I do I wish, well. I mean, Bloody I'm hell. so, I've got no confidence. I have such, I, that's so bad, isn't it? But I feel such envy when when a woman will say, <laughs> my husband's just knocked up a lovely summer house in the garden. I'm like, oh, I mean, I sold out the cu- so nice. I sold out the customs house yeah. on Saturday night, first yeah. time ever, which I'm really yeah. pleased and proud yeah. about. But you would take all that if, if you I could, could put a bit of decking up. <laughs> <laughs> that's true and i i so i i want to be good at diy just before i'm about to do it oh and, and, I, and then i just get frustrated i ain't got the right tools i'm trying to do it with a wilco's tool bag yeah <laughs> stuff's just you bending see, you, you're having a go at me about oh, my ball pain armor last week i'm crap at it though and it frustrates me but yet in some ways you're so like i think you know what you do you do do a job well you want to do a job well yeah but that just makes you very slow no i'll tell you what it is i'm very stressed it's because you're not doing it all the time yeah and then when you say you're right you've got to go and do a yeah. job yeah. you think you can just approach diy yeah the just, arrogance of that yeah there's people doing it every day you're right there's there's guys and, and girls out there mm. doing diy every day professionally yeah and and you, you how you think you can just is go. it to go? I'll tell you what, I'll just go to screw. Well, you wouldn't say that about being a surgeon, would Precisely. you? Precisely, you yeah. wouldn't just go. Give us that scalp. I reckon I can do that. Yeah. I've been on yeah. YouTube, mate. Yeah, I've I seen know. it. I can do that. Yeah, and exactly. That, they, that's why then it takes hours, and I'm, it took me three hours to put up a curtain rail. Yeah, because I don't do it. Yeah, you're right. I met the most the man. That surgeon I met when I was comparing, I hosted oh, yes. the life lessons thing at the Barbican yeah, in London, which yeah. I recommend. If you're into philosophical podcasts, yeah. this was just before the pandemic. Yeah. It was, I, I came home raving about it. What was I? his name? He was, oh, he was an LA surgeon. Yeah. And he was talking about his job, which he does brain surgery on children, right? Right. And I'm, I'll, honestly, Gemma, if he said to me, Scott, I think I'm in love with you. Would you like to come to LA? You'd yeah. have to leave your children. Yeah. I would have texted you from LA. Yeah. And said, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but honestly, if you'd have met this man, Gemma, yeah. you would have done the same. Yeah. Because he was to- he was perfect. Yeah. He looked like a well, Hollywood. What you think was perfect. Well, no, he looked like a Hollywood yeah. movie star. He had chiseled, perfect skin. Yeah. Perfect. Did he have work done? No, he was just he was just like a really yeah. famous surgeon. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he'd wrote books and he'd oh, yeah. and he looked great. He smelt great. Yeah. And I was meant to be chat. I was chatting to him before I was introducing him to the stage because I'd go out 
do a bit of fill, yeah. uh, like doing warm-up, and then yeah. I'd bring them on to do their speech. Yeah. And I was talking to him, and at one point he was talking to me about the, the, like, the, how surgery was developing and, and technology and stuff. And at one point, all I was hearing in my head when I was looking at him going, I think I love you, mate. <laughs> I think I love you. I think, how oh, how can you be this so, perfect? Yeah. And, and I was, I'd zoned out. You know, bit of just, the old God complex. In my head, I'd just gone... Yeah, yeah. And he was going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't hear it. No. And I was just thinking, I think I love you, mate. <laughs> and then he said, he said to me, he said, thing is, Scott, when I go into theatre, it's not about personality anymore. It's all about my hands, the skills in these hands. And he he held never said that. He did. He said, the skills in these hands. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm embellishing, but this is the, you know, yeah. he said, the skills in these hands, you know, this is where it all happens in the hands. And I felt like going, yeah, it's just like me, mate. When I go into theatre, it's all about the dick jokes. <laughs> We're just alike. I checked his Instagram. Go on. He was coming out of the surgery. He had the scrubs on. Yeah. And he was looking up at the can- thing like that. And it was as if he was looking up and going, another life saved. Oh, oh I checked my Instagram. Do you know what it was? What? I took a picture of a pizza I'd eaten. <laughs> that was my Instagram. Bless you. Another but, slice but, but finished. I was just going to say, but you did it so well. You ate the pizza so well. I ate the well. whole pizza on yeah. my own. All on Unchallenged. Your own. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. Storming a teacup time. Oh, right. This one. Oh. Oh, can we just explain the feature? Storming a teacup, storming a teacup, things that have got under your skin that have squeezed your bag yes. over the last week. Well, Gemma. Fire away. I've just got to say to the listener, please make sure you sat down for this because it's going to annoy you so much that you are just going to be livid with rage. Scott, we have a cafetiere. You love your fresh coffee. (laughs) Yeah. And to clean the cafetiere, so I'd made a fresh bowl, washing up bowl, that had some pots in there and it was all clean you know it was ready to wash the pots it was a fresh bowl of hot soapy water it's a lot of detail in this yeah it's important okay because you then put the used cafetiere you just tipped it into the bowl so then all the pots that were about to be washed were covered in coffee granules right the clean cloth was then covered in coffee granules and you just left it that was it you just you, the whole water was like a brown murky mass of co- floating coffee I, granules. I must admit, those if you try and clean out a cafetiere, it's like anthrax. It no, just it, goes everywhere. No, but you don't. I think what right, it was is ha- you'd, you'd put you'd put a, a, a tray over the rinser. No, the, the sink was no, loaded. I had no that. options no, of anywhere to go. We have a central rinsing. <laughs> Sink. Oh, they know what rinses are, these people. Do they? We're living in a crap kitchen, mate. These people have got proper kitchens out right, there. So there's a Some se- people have probably got two rinses. No, but there's a set. Is that what you call it then? That little the sink? little rinser, yeah, yeah. rinser, isn't it? So what I do is you fill up the cafetiere to mo- re-moisten the coffee granules. This so they're floating. dull, mate. Then I, you can't pour from a height. If you pour from a height... <laughs> Those granules are going everywhere and right. they're even going to splash up the side of your rinser. Yeah. So you pour directly or empty them with a spoon into the bin even better or a composter. But you do not just pour them in the bowl. The disregard you had for that bowl. It was such a... I was, I was livid. Is that, is, that, that is, is that your only complaint about the week? Yeah. Your only problem yeah. with the week? Yeah. Possibly. Me? Yeah. Right. 
coffee granules. I think everybody will be disgusted at home. I've got one for you. Oh, no, what? This is about you. Yeah. I gig all weekend, right? Mm -hmm. So my... Is this about booze again? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My night off... All you're doing is making yourself sound like you've got a booze problem. I haven't. No, my night off, and a lot of comics think this, is when I come back on a a Sunday, normally I'm not working Monday, (laughs) I like to have a beer. And I, I opened a beer... At, at six o'clock on a Sunday, get your head off the pop shield, dirty yeah, girl. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, you can't hide from me. Yeah. I had a beer at quarter to six. Now, there'll be people out there who'll go, well, that's fine. It's quarter to six on a Sunday. There's men who are in the pub, men we know who have gone on that walk, who didn't come on the walk because they were in the pub watching football, having a few jars. Scotty here has a little pint at quarter to six, and Gemma looks at me like I'm going on tour with Motley Crew. No, she listen. looks at me going, oh, oh, oh. You're having no. a drink. No, listen. No, I've got... It's, a, quarter, I've got a, it's quarter to six. What What about the children? You've got to bath the children. Stop looking at your phone, being guilty. Stop. We've got to bath the children. How are you going to do that with one pint in your system? This, this, let me have a drink on a Sunday. Right, have you finished? Like normal people do. Have you to finished? To wind down. No, the reason... It's my radox. I didn't have... I didn't actually have a go about it, but what I did you think... You passed comment. You went... I passed comment because, no, because I'll tell you why, because I know it all goes to shit when I go out and I had choir last night. So I leave the house at 6.30 mm-hmm. and I knew you got to put the kids, you were really, really tired because you hadn't got in till four in the morning. A, yeah, because I've been in McDonald's right? eating. A- so <laughs> what makes you, what makes you more useless when mm-hmm. you're tired is if you have a beer. Yeah. And I thought what's going to end up happening is you're going to fall asleep on the sofa Which I did. and there'll be two kids who need put into bed. And I just felt like I couldn't really going out knowing that you could be getting yourself more and more tired and not wanting to move and it would just aggravate the situation i was just thinking well, do, you, do you know what i knew Go on. i knew that our children are really well behaved well i know they are and we're very lucky and sophia yeah just did she put you to bed put me to bed <laughs> She put a little flannel. She did my teeth for me. No, but you, I did apologise afterwards because it was it was over the top of me. And actually, Thank you. and also, I I always measure other people by me. Mm. Now I am such a lightweight that if I sniffed a bottle of beer, I'd be on the bloody floor. Well, th- there is a there is a, an issue there yeah. in that most comedians, when you come in from a gig, that's mm. when people like drink because it's like the adrenaline. Yeah. And you sort of compensate for it. That's the danger. Well, it's the danger zone. It's when a lot of them get into trouble. And I remember talking to Andrew Bird, great comic, checking out. And we were saying that sometimes when you get in, because the house is quiet and you've got the telly to yourself, that then you're you almost go in your head. Oh, it's eight o'clock. It's Saturday night. Yeah, I've got the telly. Yeah, and that is how you end up staying up till five, drinking two bottles of wine and watching police camera action in your pants. Your handbag's a mess, mate. Do you know what? I wasn't happy about that. <sighs> what? You sod. No, well... I love how you've kept emergency ketchup in there. Well, no, so. no, was no. Elf from the Shelf was in there. No, I bought that Elf at the, the garden centre on on Friday and I meant to take it out. Well, but do you know when you said to me, because the... I'm untidy, but I think your little world of shame 
is in that handbag. You do it? have to have regular clear outs of a handbag because it does get bad. But I have to say, there was a tip. Somebody had put a top tip on there and they'd said their wife has got like a bag within the bag. So it's like a zip... Double bag? Yeah, it's like a zip-up compartment, like a zip-up, almost like a toiletry bag... Right. ...that she keeps all her gubbins in, and then she can just transfer it from one handbag to the other. And I thought, this is brilliant. This is what I need to do, because I've got loads of handbags, really nice handbags. But you know what happens is you start... I, I started using my current handbag in September last year. Yeah. And I've not used another bag since... And I've got loads of lovely handbags, but it's just because once all your stuff's in there, you don't want to transfer it over. You can't be bothered. I reckon there's stuff in that handbag that you don't even know is in that handbag. Probably, it's awful. Yeah, it's and and, it's and I think hell. this is the thing. I think yeah, I think what happens is you you're so neat and you're so organised and tidy. I think that when that handbag is, that's your shame. That is your other side of your character. That's 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 messy, Gemma, in there. It is. Just you're going, right. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, what I that's mean? the little bit of chaos. Like, like last week, we talked about you liking dream well, me, also, liking dream me more than real me. Yeah, do you I think I like Gemma? messy handbag Gemma more than real do Gemma. Yeah. I, don't, I think she'd probably be a bit more rock and roll, a bit more fun, a bit more like. Well, well, let's just leave the pots well, and the know, cafetiere granules till tomorrow, Scott. I mean, it's not a big deal. Well, you know, I said to you that most people have one of them drawers, the hell drawer, yeah. where everything just gets. I've got shoved. three. Where I've got one next to my bed. I've got one. In the cupboard, I've got, I've got, I know I've got, I've got I thought I eradicated hell drawers. I've got so much to sort out, Jen. Oh, God. And and it makes me feel overwhelmed. Do you know what we're going to have to do? You know, it's like hoarder documentaries when you get someone in and go, I'm so shit with my life. Can you sort it? Yeah. And then they start, they bring a film crew in and they go, there's stuff under here. There's papers from 1924. Oh, God. But I was saying, oh, excuse me. Don't yawn on our podcast. Sorry about that, everyone. But the thing is, I think because we have these hell drawers, we haven't got really a hell drawer in the house anymore. Obviously, you you said you've got one next to your bed, which is probably awful. Can't open. But it's just my handbag. That's where it all goes. Oh dear. Your handbag's like skip number seven at the tip, isn't it? Get it in the handbag. Imagine if they just brought. It's where it's where COVID started in my handbag. (laughs) It's a little woo handbag. So, Gemma, I think we might have reached the end of this week's episode. What do you think? Thanks for having me. Every time. I'm really enjoying it. I, I feel like we're bonding. I feel like I'm getting to know you. I feel like those letters I wrote you to Germany. Hey, I'm going to dig them buggers yes, out. Yes, next week, yeah. Gemma's going to start by reading out love letters I wrote to her in 1999. Yeah, A lovely. little bit of history of the Bennett family. And we'll ring my mum. Well, I do hope that... Shall we ring Roy next week? Well, we should have rang him today. I know, but if we'd have rang him today, it, it might. He I know might he's, not decorating, he's, he's decorating. He's decorating, isn't he? Know, Don't yeah. interrupt him when he's decorating. Right. Can you imagine that if he's like he's roller in? No, in it, his little it was probably pins. it probably would have been a bit of light what relief. Does he, what does he call him? Pin. What? Bib and braces. Bib and I'm braces. I'm in my bib and braces. Yeah. You've got a sandwich. Oh, is he doing it at home? Yeah. Decorate. My mum makes him decorate every week. No, she doesn't. And he'll be like, "How are you doing, son? I've got gloss in my eye." Yeah. I, I used to go to work with my dad decorating. Do you know what my job was? Go on. I used to sheet up. That was all my jobs. I don't know yeah. why he took, but this is when there was no childcare options. Yeah. And I'd sit and draw while he decorated. Aww. And we'd listen to talk radio. Yeah. Uh, and and it was, uh, it was uh, oh God, what was his name now? Oh, they used to, we used to do um, kids telly. What was his name? Uh, Tommy Tom Boyd. B- Tommy Boyd. Tommy Boyd. You used to listen to Tommy Boyd. And then my dad, I always remember him, he'd bring sandwiches in, in an old... 
uh, ice cream tub. Yeah. But my dad's sandwiches are appalling. Don't you remember when we first met and you had yeah. came and you had bacon sandwich at my house? Yeah. Opened no, it up. There was no bacon. No in bacon. It. it was essence of bacon. <laughs> because he'd left a piece of bacon in the bit of the bread. Yeah. So he had like infused bacon. Yeah. He was ahead of the times, really. He was. His bacon infused yeah. bread. Yeah. Um and then he'd, he'd give you he'd go, lunchtime. And it he'd was open like placebo. It up. He had no, he didn't bother putting you it in eating foil. A bacon sandwich. Th- this it was like deconstructed sandwiches. Yeah. Two sad bits of bread, yeah. buttered only on one side, yeah. one bit of wafer thin ham, one tomato that slid around like yeah. a like a bottle in a boot. Yeah. They were just scattered, deconstructed sandwiches in this ice cream tub that wasn't oh. properly washed out. And then he'd go, Here's your Yeah, do you remember Here's ice cream dinner. tubs as you And I'd be like, oh, this is I'd rather be at home alone than oh. eat this. Uh, but yeah, it was quite good. I used to do um, rub down gates with. Aww. So imagine that, like, if you had paid for my dad to come and decorate, and actual child labour. Well, no you've one blew. Keep, no love. one blew That's the what whistle. You should be doing. What I'm trying to say is, my life was like Angela's ashes, oh, yeah. but with extra hammerite and gloss paint. Now it was very good. I wish, in a way, I could uh, return that favour to my children. But Olivia would look at me and go. No. Yeah, absolutely not. Why would I do that, mate? And it's a shame that you're so crap at decorating. I am. It's because I fell off a ladder. Oh, dear. When I was on the ladder and shaking legs and slid down the ladder with yeah. fear. Yeah, the son of a fireman who is scared of heights yeah. and crap at decorating. I've literally got... I am I am the antidote. The gene pool. You just What's happened missed there? it all. It's gone. It's, nothing's been passed. I can't even cut air. Oh, I'm starting God. to think that my parents... Aren't my parents? Yeah, quite possible. I think there's a, some clown out there who was terrible at DIY. Well, they've definitely been trying to disown you for a few years, but you keep coming back. <laughs> if there's if there's a guy out there with a good sense of humour, right? Bad skin who pours cafeteria granules down the sink. Yeah. Hello, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Drop me an email. <laughs> Drop. Where do they need to contact us? My, my dad I, or, or fans of the show. The do the socials plug, Gemma. Okay, so please contact us on email at bwtb. Mm-hmm. At gmail.com. Yes. And we're all over the socials at BWTB pod. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Spotify. We're on Audible. We're on Apple. Yep. We're on Apple podcasts. We're everywhere, mate. We're like a rash now. Spotify. Leave us a review. It really helps. Thanks to everyone who's downloaded the podcast. We will see you next week. Have a wonderful week. Have a lovely Sunday. Have a great Sunday. A just, wonderful... Just enjoy Just yourself. enjoy it. Go for a bracing walk with the children. Absolutely. Uh, and we will catch up with you next week. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Tune in, it's Sunday morning